Welcome to the Social Chameleon Show, where it's our go to help you learn, grow, and transform the person you want to become. It's that time again, book review time. Uh, we're doing this week, uh, this episode, we're doing Thinking in Bets, uh, Making Smarter Decisions When You Don't Have All the Facts by Annie Duke. Um, Annie Duke, real quick, she was a, a poker champion turned business consultant, uh, now teaches how to get comfortable with uncertainty and make better decisions as a result. What do you think of this one, Ransom? Uh, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. It's uh, mixed it's reviews. Oh, uh, yeah, mixed reviews. I guess, like, a lot of the information, I guess, well, this is for me. Uh, maybe not for the people that are watching it, but a lot of information for me was kind of, I guess, maybe the way it was presented was a little bit different. Yeah. Self to me didn't seem new, I guess, so to speak. So it was just kind of like a different way of explaining what I already know and I didn't get any, I mean, I got a few new things out of it, but I don't know. Yeah. No, that's what I liked about it too, was uh, a different lens, I guess you could say, on the information. There's a lot of heavy, heavy sports, heavy poker gambling terminology. Yeah. And I think maybe that's what sets us apart. You're more like of the sports jock. I know like the opening, the book is about freaking the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl with the Seahawks and, you know, I was like, I don't really care about all that. You probably, oh yeah, I remember that Super Bowl. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny I guess I could... when no, she was right? talking about that, I was trying to think because I mean, the, the I guess the big headline, the big you know anchor of her book is that final play of the Seahawks uh, Patriots game where Russell Wilson threw that interception. And I was trying to think back. First of all, I wanted the Seahawks to lose, so I know I was happy about that play. But <laughs> and that's that's just really touted as like one of the worst plays in Super Bowl history and all this different types of stuff. So I was trying to think back, like, what, what did I, what did I think in that play? And I mean, I don't know. I can only pretend what memories I think I have, but I, what I was thinking was, I'm pretty sure I was like, well, Russell Wilson, you're shitty. And that's exactly what I expected. And I was happy about it, but I, it's funny how everybody Monday morning quarterback that and she really goes into a lot about that and that is I think why I like this book is because of some of that stuff yeah I mean she's got a lot of stuff in there that you probably relate to more than I do um but I guess that's the other takeaway from this book that I don't necessarily agree with like you know the book is more about you know and I guess I'm confused too about what the book was when I started reading it but you know, the book is all about this stuff, right? Like using your skill to make decisions on things that you basically don't control the outcome over, which is, you know, to me is kind of like futile. It's like, why are you trying to break down all this skill and like trying to put all this stuff into something that you basically have no control over the outcome? Like, I don't know. I just kind of seem self-defeating in that aspect of the book, but. But I don't know. Teach their, own, teach their own, I guess. And that's what I like, though. It's like, yes, you can't control these outcomes, but how much of it can you influence? How much of this can you make sure you're not using, um, you know, luck or whatever these things as excuses and all these different types of things? That's what I really liked about it. It kind of gave you a, like we said earlier, a different lens or different framework to think about these kind of things. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I don't, uh, you know, I'm just not not here to say that you can't do anything about the situation you're in. But yeah, yeah. 
same time, it's like just the one thing I don't really enjoy about poker. And I guess she talks a lot about that too. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, it doesn't matter how much skill you have per se. Like you could lose it all just to luck. Right. You know? Right. It doesn't matter how much you have, you know, and it just so, you know, in analyzing the opening play, like in actuality, I guess, you know, statistics wise, they didn't think it was a good play, but it technically was a good play because right. if you miss the if you miss the the ball, like you get another down. Nobody mm-hmm. took consideration. Right. So it's still running it on the fourth on the fourth or play or whatever. But mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, teach your own. Yeah. I'm not a sports jock. I could not relate to any of the stories that she had in this book. Like barely anything. I think she had like a Princess Bride reference in there. I was like, yeah, finding something. <laughs> but um, other than that, like there's a lot of stuff they talked about. And I was like, ah, I don't know. She's talking about. I don't remember that. Anymore. I don't remember that outcome. I remember that article. So maybe that's part of the reason I had a hard time with the book too. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of examples that she gave, I couldn't really relate to. Uh-huh. And I guess that's, I guess the, maybe the frame for recommending this book is like, if you want to learn about this and you like sports and or gambling poker, like this is a good way to think for through sure. that lens, that analogy, those, those situations, definitely. Right. But I mean, if for somebody like me, you know, it's just like, I do a lot of things, but like, this is not like my heavy thing. Like she's heavy into sports. Like I don't know. She has tons yeah. of sports. Right. Um, tons of like big headline news. Like I'm not even into big headline news either. So, but I don't know. Um, nonetheless, I guess you enjoyed the book rather. Much I did. More. I did. For me, I'm like, man, it's okay. Yeah. But there were, I guess a lot of things in here that I think that the author does very elegantly and explaining, mm-hmm. um, and can kind of shed light on things. So, you know, I had to like, had a hard time stomaching the book, but, you know, once it's digested, I, I did pull forth its nutrients. Like, it's not too bad. But, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, like it. There was a couple of things. Um, I guess my favorite parts were uh, thinking about hindsight bias. I think that's always, like, a big thing. And I, I think this is a good – her analogies were a good way of, of, of looking at that in a practical sense. You know, it's like – um, through through poker or through the football or through whatever, it's like it's easy to look at your hand and be like, oh, I should have done this. Oh, I knew this would happen or or these different things that are really just fallacies and things that um, just, just aren't true. And there's no way you could have ever predicted that. There's no way you could have ever done it. You know, and, and that's the thing that really, I think, gives you a nice uh, framework to start to take this into your real life and look at these things. And, and when you catch yourself saying, I knew that was going to happen. I knew I see this coming. And say, you know what? No, that's not true. That's bullshit. And there's no way I could have known this. If you did, you wouldn't have made the decisions you did. You know, and I guess I, I guess just for those who if you want an idea of what the book is, like when I first started reading the book, I thought she was gonna talk about like how to play poker mm-hmm. and like skills on like how to play poker and stuff like that. And then like as you get halfway through the book, you're like, no, that's not really what she's talking about. And then like you're like, Well, what is she talking about? But like, you know, um, to me, the book is about life and it's like how you look at life. And she kind of takes it into account of all of her experiences, number one of which is gambling. So 
and poker being the main aspect of that is basically, you know, when you play poker, like you don't know what the outcome is going to be. You have certain rules that people follow for the game. And it's the same thing for life. People follow certain rules and it just kind of like, this is how, you know, you, another way to look at life is like playing poker. So like, that's kind of like what I took away from the book. So I don't know. That's my best way of explaining what the book is. I don't know if that's accurate, but I I don't know. I never thought of it through that, that type of, of thinking about it. Just reading the book though. I was like, what am I reading? Like, what is she talking about? Like, we're talking about poker. We're talking about sports, talking about gambling. Like I was like, and then like, come to the conclusion at the end like she doesn't state it that way again another reason why i'm not too great about the book but the way i read the book like if you if you want an interesting way to look at life and the fact that you can't control all the outcomes of life yet the rules are simple right go to school get a job or start a business or whatever like there's different rules that people follow but for the most part the rules are the same yet the outcome of your life is always you know not really always up to you, say. And that's kind of like, you know, it's the same thing with the hindsight bias that you're talking about. It's like, well, I knew that would happen, or I thought this was like, no, nah. you know, um, what is? She was, she was, she was a ref or something for a card game. She was a dealer for a card game. She was a and, the announcer or whatever. Yeah, she's like the announcer for it, and then like some guys like, oh, you were wrong. Yeah. She's like, I wasn't wrong. She says, it's just that the, the least favorite hand won the round. Yeah. And then, like, the next time, the next, the guy's like, oh, oh, yeah, the least hand won again. Like, the least, yeah. the lower percentage won again. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of what it's about. Like, it's just like, you know, you know what things are looking into life. It's like, oh, I knew that would happen. Well, you didn't know what happened. If you think about it from a poker aspect or from a gambling aspect, you would kind of put odds on like the odds of that happening are 90 percent but is that really going to happen if xyz and like you know from there when you look at poker you also have to put like well how much money am i going to put on that bet you know so like i don't know to me that's kind of what i looked at when i saw the hindsight bias is like it's not just like oh i knew that would happen it'd be like what are the odds of that happening and you know what am i willing to risk to either make that happen or if it doesn't happen, you know, that's kind of where the book to me kind of excels in a lot of things. I think she, you know, she does a really good job of explaining things in that way, which is kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. yeah that's the thing where we think about like um, <clears throat> different things like, like that analogy or like people with the, the 2016 election, it's like, Oh, you were 80% chance to win. Like, why didn't you win? Well, it wasn't a hundred, obviously, like there was still a chance at the other option. And that's the thing we don't think about. It's like, what do you, you, you were favored to win. Why didn't you win? What are your 16 to one to win? Like, why didn't you win? Like statistically you're going to win. Why didn't you win? Well, because there is the other portion of that, that, and that's when you got to stop thinking. It was, I, sorry, not having the information that I needed. What was what, you know, was my, was my analysis correct? Was all these different things you got to go back and say, you know, yes, all that was good. I just got the, the smaller, smaller percentage of likelihood actually was the outcome. Okay, great. All my decisions were solid. All my information was solid. And that's when you got to look and say, this is a good result. This is a good, you know, a, a good, a good, uh, 
a good situation, oh, good information, poor result. Process, yeah, but the outcome is not favorable. Right, 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 right. You know, and that's kind of like, you know, once you get through that and like if you read the book with that lens, like then the book to me makes a lot more sense, mm-hmm. um, you know, and kind of how to do that. So I, I don't know. Um, one of the things I liked about it is how she talked about skill versus luck. And yeah. for those of you out there reading, um, or I mean, that haven't read the book, you know what I'm talking about. Like she uses skill and luck, like in, I guess, different definitions. Mm-hmm. So skill is an out the desired outcome that was accomplished due to your own, you know, things within your own control, your decision-making process, you know, X, Y, Z versus luck is an outcome that comes, you know, without any of your skill. Like that's just life happening or that's just the way the cards landed or, you know what I mean? Like there was no real decision-making process in that. There was no real skill, right? The skill involved with that. It's just kind of way the, the way the cards landed. And like uh, she does a really good job of explaining it. I think in the book it's called Fielding Outcomes. Is that? That, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, so fielding outcomes is is what it is. It's basically like, you know, um, and she goes even further to explain, like, you know, especially in poker, and you can even take this forward to your life. Like, when things happen that are good to you, like, you tend to take credit for that. You know, yeah, "Yeah, that was me. Like, that was my skill that made that happen. When in actuality, it may have been luck. Right? Right. further than like do the opposite of that. It's like when other people have success in their life or when other people, you know, win the hand, you know, the often bias is like, oh, that person was just lucky. Mm-hmm. They're actually not more skillful than I am. They're just lucky. And like, I don't know, those kind of things to me is just kind of that when she talks about things like that, that kind of like turns the light on. I'm like, hmm. and I, I'm, you know, I was like, I'm pretty sure I felt that way more often in my life than not. Right. But, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody feels that way. It's like, you know, it, whenever, you te- whenever two teams go against each other, one of them loses. Mm. How many times were you that person like, ah, the other team was just lucky. You yeah. know, it's like, ah. they won because they were lucky versus like, you know, what did you actually, you know, looking within? It's like, did I actually deserve to win that game? Was I making the best decisions? Mm. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Like that's it. That hits home with me. I don't know. I can relate to that a lot. Yeah, that was the, that, those are the nuanced things that I like, those little light bulbs like you're saying, turning on. And that's the thing I really liked that I, I, I kind of gained. One of the main things I gained from this book was analyzing those wins and asking yourself those questions like, did, did I win because I made the best decisions? I did the best research, whatever it is. Or, or did I win because I was in a, I was, you know, it was, I was lucky. I was in a good, you know, I was in the right place at the right time. Like all these things, like, what am I taking credit for here? Like, am I taking credit for skill or am I taking credit for luck? Like, that's fun. Like we don't sit back and analyze the wins. And if we do, we're not taking through a lens of, of what did I leave something on the table? Did I, did I get everything out of this? I could have, like, how much more could I have won? How much easier could it have been to win? You know, like, that's like the things that like, oh shit. Like, I don't think about those things, you know, cause you win. You're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm great. I'm the fucking man. I won. Like, how did you win? Why did you win? And, but you know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's just the thing. The other thing I like, she kind of brings up about is like, life is more like poker. It's not more like chess. Yeah. I mean, like chess is very calculated. You know what I mean? Like freaking, you know, pawn takes knight or whatever. Like that's pretty concrete. Like that's pretty yeah. solid. 
the game, the way it opens, each person has one turn. And like from the way the turns are going, like you can kind of predict the outcome of that game by the way it's going. Like, sure, a person can do a move that you don't predict, but you can essentially just kind of turn your way around and, and, and go about that. Versus poker, you can't really determine any of the outcome. You play the best hand you can. It's like if you play chess and you're like, okay, check. And then the other person next move gets checkmate. Like that doesn't happen in chess. But it can poker, if that makes any sense. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, chess is pure skill versus poker is skill and luck. Right. And, like, you know, then she gets further into, like, talking about game theory and stuff like that. I was like, oh. But, you know, she's right in explaining the fact that life is that way. Mm. You know, it's like, so what if you're the number one jock on the football team? Like, that doesn't mean you're going to be the most successful person in the high school. You know what I'm saying? Or even if you're the smartest A student in the class, like that doesn't guarantee you success. And like, there's still an element that's outside of your control, right? Your luck or whatever you want to call it. That's just the way the card's drawn or the timing of something, or, you know, who you meet in your life, like you know, that can kind of control or kind of change everything. And it's not based on skill at all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that, that old analogy, right? The, the A and B students work for the C students, right? So it's like, you just never, you never know. Those things don't dictate outcome. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, like, like I was saying, like this, this book is an interesting way to kind of look at life. Like, you know, it's, you know, was that something that happened? Um, you know, even though it wasn't favorable, was it skill, was it luck? Was there something better? Like, yeah, those are all kind of cool things to see with the book. So, yeah, no, yeah, that 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 is a fun that's fun stuff about this. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Up something and I see you looking down there. No, I just was trying to I was just trying to think about something. Uh, I don't know. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. And then so, uh, go ahead. Oh, this is another no, interesting. Just one interesting. of the other. Go ahead. No, just one of the other parts I liked about the book too, you know, um, you know, like how you're talking about analyzing wins, like, you know, she forms a pod, right? I don't know, a whale pod. I don't know what kind of pod, whatever kind of poker pod she plays, Uh, but groups of people where they actually get together and they analyze not only wins, but they also analyze the losses too, right? Mm -hmm. You know, did I really do that hand correctly or did I... You know, did I play that to the best of my ability with the way the position is? And then, like, there's one point in the book when she just got really upset. And she's like, you know, that guy's so lucky, blah, blah, blah. I should have won that hand, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you know, the people in her pot are like, you know, save it. Like, we don't want to hear your story. Like, we don't, we don't want to hear your story. Like, I was like, damn. Like, but I guess I kind of relate to that a lot. I don't know. But because I'm more of the truth seeker type of person than I am the person to just kind of vent my emotions. I don't know. You're more of a venting emotion kind of person sometimes. But I, yeah, um, I, go, I go in. I go in between. Sometimes you just want to get some stuff off your chest. Just like just. I think to me, it, wh- wh- I'm just at a point where I, I don't. I don't know where to go next, and it's just like you just got to like spit all that shit out to like think through that. Yeah. No, that's true. But I mean, in this kind of like. The thing I like is we might even do an episode about truth seeking later. It's just like, it's, it's such a hard thing to do. 
when yeah. you like get out there and start looking for the truth and things because other people out there they don't they're not interested in the truth you can't handle the truth <laughs> right but you know what i'm saying like most people are they don't want to hear the fact that they won because of luck you know what i mean mm. or right. they don't they don't want to actually hear that they lost because the other person was more skillful than they were you know what i'm trying to say yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to have the introspection right and to say you know you're fucking up like you're not doing things like you're not living up to your stuff all you're doing is bitching like you're going to lose some hands. Like, why are you losing them? Like, I never mind. It's the fuck is this lucky. This is whatever it is in life or whatever you're doing. It's like, if you're not looking at that and you're not, or you're not taking feedback and saying, listen, man, your TPS reports ain't up to par, but like, and you're like, no, it is. They're fucking bomb. Like, you know what you're talking about? Like, you're never just going to get better. <laughs> but no, I mean, but that's just life though. I mean, just look at like, and again, if you're out there watching, I'm not talking to you specifically or whatever, but like this show is a bottom. Like get out there and like notice the conversations you're having with people. Is the conversation really about the truth and really about what's happening? Or are you basically just venting? Or are you basically just spitting out emotions to kind of make something appear either more or less than something actually is versus actually saying like, oh, like that, that was actually very skillful. You know, you just like, you know, and I hate this guy as much as this guy. I freaking hate Sam Harris. Like he always comes up in these damn conversations. <laughs> He's in your head. Uh, you know, just like that book, lying. Like I mean, I didn't read all of it, but you know, it's just like, you know, just the simple conversations we get into is like, well, how's your day? Or you know what I mean? Like what you know? Like these are not truth-seeking activities. These are just things that we can get along inventing. So just kind of know that in life, like we need both. You can't always be 100% truthful all the time, like, you know, but just kind of know, like, you can have a group of friends, right, your whale pod or whatever the case is, where you can actually just sit down and just grind it out and talk about truth where nobody's going to be offended in that conversation and just kind of keep the emotions out of it. And, you know, if you can accomplish this, and no matter what you're trying to do in life, either in your work or in your spirituality or whatever the case might be, like, you know, um, sitting down and speaking truths helps you kind of analyze you know what's going on in the background yeah that was the thing in that that section that was really interesting too that i never thought about before was um asking people or or or, or some type of hinting at people and like are you, are you here to vent or are you here for truth are you here to solve problems and then like sometimes people just want to vent you just yeah. shut your fucking face and just listen sometimes people <laughs> people are are, are, are are venting or trying to communicate in a way that they're trying to seek the truth. And, and that was something I, I, you know, um, you know, especially with, with, you know, your, your spouse or your, your kids or your friends, you always, you hear them say stuff. You're like, all right, here's a solution. They're like, I didn't ask for a fucking solution. I don't give a shit about the solution, you know? And, and, and so lately I've been like, are you venting right now? Or do you want like to talk through this? Oh, I'm just venting. Okay, cool. And it's just like, I can just let my mind kind of shut down and just listen, you know? And it's just like, instead of trying to like have this, know either argument or trying to solve the problem and and making that into something it's not like that that's been kind of a a good relief or stress relief or better communication thing i've been enjoying that that's been kind of fun yeah nice nice yeah what are some of the other things you liked about the book uh i guess um back casting you know like that that thought of 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 that um like a post-mortem or a different thing like that um that was I don't really agree with the way she like put that out or like making future copies of yourself. I'm like, 
weird. Like, I, I just, yeah. that analogy, I just, like, I don't understand where you're going with this, but um, I don't know. In my opinion, backcasting is basically just the ability to kind of, like, think backwards from the result that you want to, like, get what you need, I guess, and just yeah. kind of putting everything all together. I don't really know about past and present, future, and superpowers, and uniting one to become Captain Planet or whatever, but I really didn't like that analogy. But basically, just, you know, you're trying to achieve a result, and you basically start, and you go backwards, and think right. about what you're trying to accomplish and or do. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, I, that's the, that's a good technique, though. I, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Bad analogy. But I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I... But the like you're saying, the thought of, you know, and that's the thing that really, really kind of stops people, traps people, gets momentum kind of killed and all these things is, is you're, you're, you think, you just think of this singular thing in the future. I want to, I want to do this. Or I want to be that. And it's just like, and you're just thinking where you are and where you want to go. And you're just like, I'm just going to head that direction. I don't really know how, I don't know what this looks like versus saying, if I was to be a doctor, like, what would that be? Like, what, how, okay. Uh, I gotta, I gotta go to residency. Okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be an attending. I go to residency. I gotta, okay, I gotta go to medical school. Okay, I gotta get into medical school. I gotta, okay, I gotta go to college. Like, oh fuck, like whoa, shit. There's a lot of steps to do this thing and say, okay, you work back to where you are today. Okay, today I'm 16. I'm a junior in high school. Okay, what do I have to do now to 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 get to that next step identified? And you're gonna find stuff that you never even fucking thought of. But if you know, like, generally where the next step is kind of headed, I do think it helps a lot, and and it makes things feel more manageable it makes you the overwhelm kind of goes away a little bit it's like i just got to send three emails today it's all i got to do because i know that's working towards this bigger step which is part of this bigger project right and then i'm not sure if it's in the same area or not but like in the backcasting portion or whatever the book i'm pretty sure it's like close to that um she also talks about thinking about negative things yeah you know, and then like there's been studies out there, I guess, according to what she's saying that that have shown that if you can forecast in the future that there will be bad times ahead, you know, you're more prepared. In a way, it's kind of counterintuitive because you're putting negative thinking into a positive thinking thought space. Mm -hmm. But just being prepared for those negative outcomes can actually help you achieve your goal, which is kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's the thing I've been discovering lately is that negative, uh, negative thinking, negative thought process in 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 this in this context of okay, what are the future problems? What are the potential risks? What are what's going to go horribly wrong? And saying can can yeah can I can I do something about it? Can I get an insurance policy? Can I pick up a, a, a you know a scanner? Can I do what what do, whatever the fuck you're going to do to make sure that doesn't happen to the best of your ability? without going overboard and becoming a, a crazy person. Yeah, or, or cynic and stuff like that. I mean, I guess I get that. All. Everybody's like, you know, oh, like, I was like, no, I'm not a cynic. It's just because yeah. I'm out there, you know, suggesting or thinking that something bad may happen. That's not trying to, you know, bring that into physical manifestation. I'm just preparing myself in the event that it does happen. It's like, you know, like, you don't take out insurance on your car because you know you're going to get into an accident like, right you're preparing not to but if in the event it does happen i'm i'm set i'm set having like yeah. you know like that's that's yeah. the that's 
the same that's the same principle when you are going through this back casting thing is like put some negative things in there like yeah i'm gonna go to med school to be a doctor and i'm gonna have like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt like those are good things to know like mm-hmm. that's not a negative thought process like that's something that may stop you from doing it but you know if you're prepared for this negative event to happen and like oh i can go do this or i can you know prepare for this to happen like it's all part of the process and can actually make you more successful in the future so yeah and that that key element at the end you're talking about there is is already have thought about this already kind of thought through it a little bit when you get into a situation you're like hey wait a minute i kind of worked through this already and then you're right. less stressed you know you're, you're not surprised by it you've got something kind of set out a little bit actually i have a contingency for this uh we made some adjustments but i've already kind of thought through this a little bit and you're more prepared and you're ready to tackle these as you go on i was um kind of remind me i was talking to uh, somebody the other, uh last week i think about an investment and and, and they're like oh you know people are trying to back out of this and i'm like like why and i'm like oh it's risky there's, there's no risk in this like are you fucking kidding yes there's risk like there's money in the line. It, like your expectations got to go into this. I'll never see this. Again. Like that's hard for sometimes for people, you know, like, like they're like, no, there's no risk here. I'm like, no, there is. Like, I can think of 12 things like without even being a jackass that could absolutely go wrong that we can't control. Yeah. And then they were, but they were just so, so sudden, like, no, no, nothing can go wrong. It's like, no, we got to be prepared for things to go wrong. You know, especially that we don't control. We don't control necessarily the economy or the inflation or interest rates or whatever these things that we just we just can't touch at all. But we've got to be prepared for those. Like going, and that's the, that's the kind of thing that I think that this book prepares you for. Like when you talk to people who are just like a hundred percent oblivion, whatever. It's like you're like, okay, I'm not saying everything on the earth is going to go wrong, but what are the chances of something going wrong? Yeah. You're saying a hundred percent is going to go right. Like let's be real. Why don't we just say 2% chance that something's going to go wrong? You know what I mean? And like, and when you start from there, once you can like break that border, like something small, right? You just nibble away at it. Like, oh yeah, 1% chance that this could go wrong. Like, okay, well, how much money would you put on that? You know what I mean? Like now you can start breaking down the numbers and like, yeah. you know, what would you do to improve your odds of winning that bet? Like, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. And that's the thing that was funny about this book that I, I, I just really laughed at myself and I know how many times you and I are, and all of our friends have done it. It's like, you're, you're so confident about something. You're like, I'm telling you, like that's John Candy's in that movie. You're like, yeah, put a hundred bucks down. I mean, well, I mean, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that was John. Candy. I, I mean, hold on a second here. Like, it wasn't the money, dude. Remember slap bets? Yes, 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 yes. Slap bet came out. Like everybody's like, back it down. Like, yes. like the world is flat, bro. Like, oh yeah. Slap bet. And you're like, oh, <laughs> What, what well, do you mean, maybe it's round i don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> right right but like, reminding me of that framework uh, of like a silo thing that i don't think we've ever put any thought into that shit at all until you're backed in that corner you're like ah hold up a second uh maybe maybe maybe, maybe i'm not as confident as i thought i was you know yeah, it's like what word slap that comes out everybody's like oh right yeah let, let me research real quick be like no no no, ain't no research right now we, we put this on the table yeah like i mean like when you when you got something to risk when you have something to lose like that's when your mind kind of focuses in mm-hmm. and um you know i know we talked about all kinds of stuff and you know even in the previous one like that um what is it option one or option two thinking right like mm-hmm. thinking fast and thinking slow yeah it's like 
automatically on thinking fast mode. Like it's already on that, that, that number one mode. And then all of a sudden when the, you know, when money's on the table and slap bet comes around, it's like, Oh yeah. Like thinking process too comes into play and you're like, wait a minute. Is this something we should be doing? Like, yeah. you know what I mean, like, I, I don't know. I think that's a good, it's a good turn on there. I don't know. No idea. I, something just popped in my head real quick here about something kind of along these lines. Um, I feel like the younger generation is a, doesn't quite get these things a little bit. Um, maybe it's just we're older now. But anyway, my daughter was at, she came home to school the other day. And she's like, where's Vermont? I was like, uh, like the Northeast. She's like, that's what I thought. And I was like, don't you, all you fuckers have fucking the worldwide information in your fucking hands at all times. And she's, oh, like, she yeah. she's like, man, that's my cool. friend, she doesn't, but she's with people that do. She's like, yeah, my friend Googled it. And she's like, it's in Germany. I was like, Germany. I was like, you didn't challenge that at all. She's like, no, I was just like, she Googled it. It must be true. And it's like, and so then I Googled it and I was like, I don't know where she got that from, but like, she was such in the belief that Vermont was in Germany. Either she pretended to Google it or no matter what the Google results were, she just was like, yeah, it's in Germany guys. Yeah. And everybody's like, okay, cool. And it's like, why don't you challenge that at all? <laughs> like, like uh, I don't know. It's like, that wouldn't have flown in our day. I don't know. Like, well, in our day, we you know we do slap bands. Right. Like everything becomes real at that point. Yeah. You know, something but, doesn't make sense. It's like, no, 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 no. That that just doesn't make sense. You know. I did learn some things about Vermont. I had no intention of learning. But <laughs> apparently, they declared war on Germany prior to our involvement in World War Two. So that was oh. fun. that was fun to learn. So that's why it's in Germany. Right. right. That, that's what she must have saw that little headline and just conflated it together and that's the only thing I could think of I was looking up I was really trying to find Vermont Germany uh, if anybody knows where Vermont Germany is please let me know I'm uh, I'm interested to, to see this anyway that's the point when, when, when you come up against this information like don't don't be afraid to challenge it like put you know even if it's a, a hypothetical of buy me lunch you fuck I don't believe you like you know it's okay to challenge these things like it's okay to be wrong to to learn something new you know but it goes back to that thing of, of that truth seeking like you know i was like i was like i'm pretty sure i know of only one vermont but there could be a second one here let's let's take a second to look at this and you know um sometimes people criticize that i've been criticized for that. like why don't you just believe me because that information is contrary to what i know or what i believe let's right. look it up and let's confirm this this is not a thing to be you know vilified for and, and and we seem to do that and it does happen and, and it's okay to 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 seek that truth and to put down put down lunch put down a soda on it put down 100 bucks fuck slap somebody like it's okay like we, we we've got to be able to 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 seek the truth we've got to be able to speak freely so we can advance our our knowledge we can advance society we've got to be able to offend people and and say hey you're you're wrong it's cool i'm wrong too shit happens yeah, but and I think she talks about that in the book too. Like, yeah. um, depending on who's saying what, like you you can have bias on that information just because yeah. like saying it versus like your neighbor. Like, I mean, in, like in like your daughter's case, like you know, it's probably just the head of the class was saying it, so everybody's like, "Oh yeah, she's head of class, like she's right." Like, you know, this book even challenges those theories. It's like, yeah. is that person? Like, are they, you know, are you really agreeing with what they're saying or do you just like them as a person, which is right. why you're agreeing with them?
what they're saying. And the opposite is true too. If you don't like that person, it's like, oh, I don't like that person. I don't trust anything they say, but what might we see, you know, we could, we could bring up some names, you know, like Donald Trump or something, but, uh, you know, a lot of people may not like him, but like, is what he's saying true? I don't know. Might be. Yeah, might not be. That was eye-opening to think about. I started thinking about it too. Like, yeah, I always dismiss your dumbass all the time. Like, huh? Right. Yeah. yeah. Nothing you say to me could be possibly true, even if it is true, because I just don't like you. And if like, there's out there that might be watching this that know me intimately, it's like, yeah, it's like it happens all the time. Like, I don't believe you, but right. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong all the time. Yeah, and then, I mean, to me, that something comes from that. Like, you know, the people that I can, I think off the top of my head that I don't believe anything they say that you violated this trust and this this thing in the past and it's like i just it's happened so many times now that you're you're conflating something you're you're lying you're exaggerating like you do this so often that i just i just i can't believe anything you say you know um, right because your you also, past behavior is dictated by that. you also gotta be careful calling people out on that a lot because you know yeah. i call people out way more often than i should and yeah, I, I guess I people get taken back by it. People, you know, think that I'm just like trying to do things, and I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just getting down to the whole truth-seeking thing, and you know, calling you out on whatever it is that you that you're saying. Like, it's not that I'm trying to discredit you. It's not that I'm attacking you. It's just like there's a statement here, and we should kind of verify that statement. That's all it is. Right. Yeah. Uh, conversation almost never goes well. Like no. how, how well you think that conversation is going to go. Like it never goes well. And I, I, I do it all the time, but again, I build up a lot of rapport with people before I do it, but it's a, it's a rough conversation. Yeah. I've, uh, I, I yeah, I've got myself in a, a fair bit of trouble with that as well. <laughs> uh, anything else with this book? Uh, like this, this is some good stuff. There's just still a lot more to cover. Uh, if you're interested in this topic and you like sports, you like gambling, you like poker, I think it's a great way that works with your mind that you could read and really get a grasp on a lot of these things. Um, we've talked about some of these things, like we said before, from thinking fast and slow. We've talked about um, trust but verify and a couple other of these different things that we've, we've talked about. Um, this is a great framework if you have a sports mind, gambling mind. To learn these lessons. Sounds good, man. You got anything else, bud? That you really dig yeah. about this? About it, dude. I mean, uh, the book to me, I didn't, I couldn't really relate to it, but I, I did get a lot out of it. So yeah, I mean, there's a couple. Uh, like I said, that's about three, four things I really took from this. And to me, that's you know, that's what that's that's a good book to me. You know, uh, a couple of things. Maybe I knew them. Maybe I didn't. Um, or, or bringing them to light, putting them in the forefront of my mind, giving me a different lens or perspective to think about. To me, that's a win. So, and then if, go ahead, you were going to say something? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, Good. Man. If you're looking for, for more things, more wins, see what we got going on for the holidays, head over to socialcommunity.show slash pick me, see what we got going on for giveaway. If you're listening to this, um, October, uh, we're going to do, um, uh, uh, a fundraiser for, for feeding America. In November, we're going to do some, some homeless things. And in December, we're going to do some other gift giving and stuff like that, whatever. If you're, you're beyond that, um, see what we got going on for giveaways. Either way, see what's up. Um, especially with the holidays coming up, give a helping hand, you know, people, we're all humans. 
Shit happens. Sometimes it's lucky. Sometimes it's skill. You never know. It doesn't really fucking matter. Just help another human out. And then um, we'll link to the book and any other resources and stuff like that for you guys to um, further your, your your interest or knowledge on this. Ransom, any links or things you want to shout out for this? No, nah, no, nah, man. This is this book is kind of unique in its in its own way in its own right. So, yeah. All right, and then this week's challenge, I want you guys to to challenge your thinking, challenge your your wins. Did did you do all you could? Is this skill? Is it luck? Um, maybe throw it on throw it on money on it. Um, there's different services and sites and apps to throw money at stuff um, to help you do these things. Um, even if it's just a thought exercise, you know. Uh, the best part to me is challenging your wins. Like if you, th- if th- you think about it, if you're, if you're winning at your job 60% of the time, that's a lot of opportunity learning that you're missing. So don't miss that opportunity, you know, analyze those wins, see where you can get better. That's this week's challenge. Yeah. And just for final thoughts, man. I mean, everything's just a thought out there until, you know, somebody opposes it. So get out there Start opposing thoughts that you believe to be true, that you know to be true, just to see, you know, just to see, like, is it really true or is the source that it came from true? Like, you know, this is this book and this section is all about bringing awareness to, you know, the outcome of life is not yet determined. It doesn't matter how much skill you have or how much luck you have. Your outcome is yet to be determined. So get out there, start analyzing and be a part of it and if you're looking for people to help them with analyzing their life you guys want to talk about this a little bit more share with them chat about it share for for their gain and their knowledge uh like i said i think it's a fun book if you definitely um if you at least get sports and all this stuff i've kind of beat that to death already uh sharing sharing the show leaving likes leaving reviews best way to absolutely support the show Head over to your favorite platform and do that. Uh, in between shows, you can connect with us all week long at a social media show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Past episodes and links to everything we talk about here today, you can visit the social community show. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and keep transforming into the person you want to become. Mm-hmm.